0: Welcome to the podcast of New Creation Christian Center. I am Pastor Marquise Franklin, and I am excited that you would take the time to listen to our latest sermons and what God is doing in this ministry. New Creation Christian Center is in Seattle, led by Pastor Harold and Anish Franklin, and our statement is, come as you are and be transformed by the word of God, as stated in 2 Corinthians 517. Now, I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to be encouraged by the word of God that is going to be shared today. Check it out. And share it with somebody that may need it now let's get into this week's message just thank god for being here another day amen and i believe god has shared something on my heart that'll be impactful to everybody that is here uh we're gonna just pray and get going amen and it is good to see brother art again amen god bless you heavenly father i thank you to god for just another opportunity to share with your people. I thank you, to God, for keeping us. Dear God, I thank you, dear God, for your love, your mercy, your grace that you showered down upon us, oh God. And I pray, dear God, that today that your word would go forth. It would impact us in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I say this as a pastor, when you get ready to preach, God always kind of preps you or tests you with, 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 with what you're getting ready to share. Amen. Anybody ever had that happen? You like, oh, I got to preach and this week God has been kind of, or things been happening and then God is trying to teach you through things, amen? God is, con- how many know that God is constantly teaching us? We have, to, we have to be constantly, we have to be in constant contact with God to hear his voice, to hear his direction and know what we are supposed to do, amen? How many know as the times get, Crazier and crazier. That's when we gotta draw more and closer to God. Amen. We gotta draw nearer to our Savior. We gotta draw clearer and closer to Him. And one of the things that I realized when I was fasting, my son, he, and my young, uh, they all like to watch that Spider uh, Man in the Universe. And one thing about Spider Man in the Universe is like, when he finally like realizes he's Spider Man, he hears this voice inside of him right he's hearing him he's hearing his thoughts right and he's like why are these thoughts so loud it is you know it's funny but when you fast that's what begins to happen (laughs) you hear the spirit of God so much louder even your prayer even your silent prayers are louder in your spirit and I, I realized that as I was fasting this week and I was like wow that's crazy like you when you get rid of things it clears the line, somebody say clear the line. We got to clear the line so we can hear what God is doing, amen? That's not the title of my message today. My title is asking for help. How many of us get to the place where we think, and you don't have to raise your hand when I ask this question, but we think we know it all. I've been living for God long enough. I got it, I, you know, I've been saved. Uh, as some people say umpteen years or whatever the number is right you've been saved for a while and what begins to happen is you get into habits you form these habits you form these practices but you still must ask God for help and some of the things that really keep us from asking God for help the number one thing is pride somebody say pride pride hinders us from asking God for help Now, I'm a man, and I know a lot of men when they drive, some people already know where I'm going, they don't like somebody else to tell them how to get there, right? They don't really want the directions, right? I got this, don't tell me nothing, Precious. That might be what I got. I, I got it. I, just let me, let me drive for a little bit, you know, and, and this GPS, it'll come right back on in just a second. I didn't really have to deal with that when we we're going cross country. I don't know if she, she was just humble or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is our pride gets in the way of getting clear direction at times because we don't ask God for help. He just leaves us there in the middle of our storm. But he's just saying, ask me for help. Now, where did this message come? This comes from my kids. <laughs> right? When they're going through school and different things, sometimes they don't ask for help and it doesn't, it doesn't turn out the way that they hoped it would. And I keep telling them every day, ask for Help, But see, when I tell my kids things, I feel like God is telling me things. Marquise, ask for help. Now, I don't know what you need help with today. Some of us have been walking this walk and maybe you're stumbling, but you don't ask for help. Right? You, you, you got in a rut and you, you put your, your church clothes on, as they say. You get all cleaned up but you're not asking for help the Bible says Proverbs in, a, in Proverbs 11 when pride comes then comes shame but with the humble is wisdom how many know when you ask God for direction he gives wisdom that's the great thing about God see here's the here's great thing about God even when you mess up he still gives wisdom when you ask for help. When you mess up, he gets you out of your mess, cleans you up. You know, all the stuff we try to do, we try to. Sometimes one of the things that my uh, well, everybody does, I'm not just gonna say my kids, but they like to hide things. Anybody ever broke something before and you tried to hide it? <laughs> right? You're broken. You're like, oh man! I hope my parents don't see that, or I, you know. And it's like, oh. I had a I had an Uber delivery this weekend, or I mean this weekend. I had to slam on my brakes to to, to catch the light. You know, sometimes when the lights just turn out of nowhere, so I had to hit my brakes, and the guy's pizza slid down, and I was like, oh man! Now I was like, I can just hide it, right? Now, the good thing is I have it in a bag, and it's it's sealed, right? So 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 the thing is, it slid, but, you know, sometimes your pizza comes, and you guys ever had that pizza where half the stoppage is on one side? And I was like, ah, that, that could be what happened in here. But he came to the door, and I was like, sir, I, I had to hit the brakes, and uh, your pizza slid a little bit. Hopefully it's okay, um, but I just wanted to let you know. Right. And I told him and he was like, oh, there's no problem. He's ready to eat because usually they don't even meet me at the door like that. But, you know, I, I, I wanted to get that off my chest so that I didn't hide it. Right. But some of us, we hide things. We mess up and hide them. And it's really like Adam and Eve, when they were in the garden, they messed up. And instead of fessing up or confessing to God, they hid it. And then they got these outfits to put on, right? Maybe God won't notice this now. Here's the thing. And then, and then the Bible says that God went looking for them. But how many know that God really wasn't looking for them? He knew where they were. God is not. You cannot. Listen, listen, listen. You cannot hide from God. Now, you might hide it from church people, right? Right? Look, and, and, I, and I'm one of the people that I tell you, look, this is not a mystery. <laughs> I'm not trying to find out what you've done. Like some people come, oh, man, I, hey, look, you don't got to tell me all the details. But I know that God is able to heal and deliver. I know that God is able to set free. Amen. Another scripture in Proverbs 13, 10, it says, but pride comes. I'm sorry, but pride with pride comes nothing but strife. But with the well-advised is wisdom. I'm sorry, I messed it up. It says, by pride comes nothing but strife. But with the well-advised is wisdom. When you have counsel in your life, or people helping direct you, you can see things from another point of view. Right? One thing I notice about my kids, uh, when they're doing a school, Sometimes they might not catch it, but since I've graduated that grade before, uh, I'm able to help them out. (laughs) Even if I haven't studied the same stuff. But I have another point of view. Right? Many times our pride keeps us, and you can keep playing, bro, if you want. It keeps us trapped. And it keeps us limited in our sight. But somebody say, ask God for help. It says pride goes before destruction in Proverbs 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. That's the person that says, I got this. I don't need your help. I can figure it out. That's like the guy that's trying to do some kind of electrical work and he ain't turned his lights off. Or he ain't flipped a switch and his wife is like, hey, babe, you know, I got this. I don't need and he gets a nice little shock. And then he's like, babe, you're right. <laughs> After his hair got a new style, right? Well, but all I'm saying is we need to ask God for help. And I'm going to say this, too. If you are married or if you have friends that are saved, that is the help that God has already sent you. Sometimes we, uh, we get into this walk and we just try to do it on our own. I call it ISO. Somebody say ISO. That's kind of when you're on one side. It's isolation. And isolation is actually what the devil wants for you. The devil wants you to be isolated. Look, and, and, and I can break it down. In, in, in sports, if you guys are watching the NBA Finals, what LeBron James does, many times, is he tries to get his man to switch to the weakest man on defense, and he goes at that person. It's called an isolation. They do a screen, they switch, he's on them, and he tried, the other guy, he'll try to run back, and then he'll run right at him. That's called isolation, attacking the weakest. When there are hunts, when animals are hunting, what they try to do is they try to find the weakest one that is no longer around the other animals, that one that straight off. that That doesn't mean that you're not saved. Let's just get that in context. That doesn't mean that you're not saved, but you straight off the path. And he's like, oh, okay, there's somebody. And then he goes and tries to attack. A lion will attack that animal. It don't matter how small the animal is, the lion's not thinking, oh, it's just a baby. The lion's thinking, I'm hungry. All <laughs> right, Right, Ty? But see, the devil is like a lion seeking who he may devour. And I've watched lions hunt and I've seen the weaker animals come together and push the lions out right you like whoa, dang they all they all get in line and they just start charging them slowly together and the lion might get some a few uh swings in and it might be that the 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 helpless animal there might might be barely alive but they fight for that animal we're just halfway through this sermon but our prayer is that God is already speaking a dynamic word to you personally. But don't keep it to yourself. We need you to testify. We want to hear what God is doing. Give us a call or text us at 425-686-8197 to let us know what God is doing. If you're on Facebook, contact us at facebook.com newcreationcc or on Twitter at newcreationwa. Now let's tune in For the second half of this sermon That's our job as believers We fight for our brothers and sisters If they're struggling See sometimes We know that they're struggling But we don't do anything You could be the lion yourself Acting like that But God wants you To help Because some people are, are scared to ask for help You guys know that? Some people don't want prayer because it makes them look like they're less than. But when you realize that prayer is going to strengthen you, we also want prayer. Right? It's almost like we look at it negatively, but it's really a positive thing that happens when you ask for help. When you are in a class, if nobody asks questions after the teacher says things, and nobody understands it because nobody asks questions. Guess what? When you guys leave that class, you're all confused. <laughs> but if that person that you guys think that was a stupid question, but if they actually asked that question, it makes a difference. Right? I sent uh, some messages to Elton, uh, Ronnie, Brian, and uh, Malik. And I was like, how do you guys study? And they were like, they just told me different ways they studied. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, it's, it's interesting just seeing the different ways that people study, Right? But we have to do the same thing. We have to find ways to make sure we are understanding what is going on. And that that comes from studying your word, reading your word, studying your word so that we can be strong. But we must, if we don't get it, if we don't understand it, we must ask. Come on, help me out. Help me out. Help me out. We must ask for help. Amen. I'm going to go to my feature scripture. And uh, we're going to end pretty much after this. But let's go to Exodus chapter 17. Exodus chapter 17. And then we're going to go to verse. uh, Let's go to verse 8. You got it. Say amen. If it's on the screen, say amen. All right, here we go. It says, now Amalek came and fought with Israel in our town. Okay. And Moses said to Joshua, choose us some men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. Somebody say heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands. One on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called it, its name is the Lord is my banner. For he said, because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Now, what we see in this chapter is a war, which what we are in, like, I know we don't really like, sometimes we are, we Christianize these things and be like, oh, we're, we're just Christians. And no, guess what? You are at war with the devil, right? Right. We are at war with the devil. The devil is not like, oh, he, he don't really take this serious, so I'm not going to. No, no, no. This is war. But what we see here is Moses was told to, to send Joshua to go fight the Amalek. Uh, the Am- Amalek Amalek's. <laughs> Good Lord. I was going to add the ice to it, right? But he was going to fight Amalek. And when he was going to fight Amalek, He was told to keep his hands up but his hands got heavy somebody say heavy see here's the thing sometimes when we walk in this walk with Christ things get heavy when you try to carry your own burdens things get heavy and that's when you want to give up that's when you want to throw in the towel that's when you start saying things like is it worth it why can't I just be like everybody else they look like they're not having a hard time. Right? They look like they got it all together. When I look at their social media posts, they always smiling. Right? We see these things when we get heavy. But I heard in the Bible that it says that if we hold our yoke is heavy, but his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I said in an old song, in the midst of the battle, he will fight your fight. Change wrong to right, Jesus Christ. That's what he is like. His yoke is easy, burden light. We have to give it to him. We have to ask for his help. So so what we see in this situation is Moses could no longer keep his hands up. And, 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 And what I like is the fact that sometimes on our left side it gets tough and on our right side it gets tough but if you got the people of god with you and you're asking for your help help me out you can keep your arms up they can help strengthen you they can help you through this thing but if you don't ask for help your arms are just going to be heavy and I don't know about you, but when I read this story, I see that one of the guys got smart and said, hey, it's getting heavy for us, too. Let's put his arms on these rocks, have them sit down. That's wisdom from another source. Right. They could see it in another way. They could see it a little bit differently than you can. But Moses had to ask for help. And because Moses asked for help, God and Joshua were able to defeat to defeat those from Amalek, right? And then he said, "The Lord is my banner. The Lord is my banner. Imagine the other people in war. I don't know, I don't know about you, but if if I saw Moses' his arms was up and if his arms stayed up, <laughs> then we were losing. They might have been probably sending people at him, too. Imagine them throwing spears at him. Hey, his hands is up. They're winning again. Throw something. You know, like they're trying to stop him. But God blocked them. God kept them. But we must ask for his help. People of God, I don't want us to be so ashamed, so prideful. That we don't ask God for his help. I ask God for help. I'm like, God, number one, help me to continue to walk with you. God, help me to be the husband that I'm called to be. Lord, help me to be the father that I'm called to be because, you know, these kids are getting older and there's there's things that I have to make sure that I'm doing to lead them in the right way. Right. That's my first ministry. This church is cool, great. I love all of you guys, but my first ministry is my house. So I ask God, help me to be the leader that you called me to be. Help me not to fly off the handle when things don't go the way that they're supposed to go. Right? We have to ask God for help. And then then you start asking God for help. Help me to share who you are with other people help me to be a light God. i don't have all the answers lord and i and i tell them this all the time i'm still trying to figure it out i thought i would have been a lot further if it was my plans right anybody had these plans that you thought would be uh <laughs> you know, i thought that by this time <laughs> right lord it was uh you know we prayed about it back then but but guess what god knows best and the Bible says, many are the plans of man, but it's the plans of the Lord that prevail. So when things are not going your way or the way you planned, ask God for help. Humble yourself, seek his face, and say, God, I need you. I need your direction. I need you to guide me. Amen. And that's really what it is. Heavenly Father, I just pray to God that you would hear our cries oh God. Hear our cries oh God so that we can reach you so that you can move in our situations. Some of us have gotten so accustomed to trying to figure things out on our own that we don't ask you for help. And we ask you for our forgive we, we ask you to forgive us. God, we don't, have all the, we don't have all the answers you do. It says your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So, God, we humble ourselves and say, God, leave. God, direct. God, show us the way. We are asking for your help today. So, God, we just pray that you move and we be humble and sit still. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Let the church say Amen and amen. If that was impactful to you, go ahead and slip up your hand. Amen. We really want God. We thank you for listening to today's sermon. And we pray that you are impacted to become the new creation that God desires. We at New Creation Christian Center invite you to come join us for service Saturday at 7 p.m. or Sunday at 11 a.m. located at 5150 south cloverdale street seattle washington also feel free to visit us online at newcreationwa.org new creation christian center the path to genuine life where you can come as you are and be transformed by the word of god